Yes, Hot on the Block. Thank you for joining us again. We're going to be talking a little bit more about Husker football. Well, not necessarily Husker now football, but Husker previous past and not present. But we're going to talk a little bit about Adrian Martinez, who kind of raised the eyebrows of some uh, writers to, uh, you know, recently in this discussion about uh, the injuries that he was dealing with, fighting with, battling. And one of them happened to be a broken jaw that uh, was supposed to be kept hush-hush, but it seemed as though it was a little bit of exposure pre, uh, prior to his comfort level of doing so. And so we're going to talk about how that you know kind of plays into confidence or, or having uh, special relationships or breaking trust, so forth and so forth, so forth and so on with regards to Adrian Martinez. And that's the question I have for you, Bach. And, you know, do you think that something like that, you know, when you have a player that's kind of having discussions and talking about uh, the previous regime that he happened to be under and, and uh, do you think that can affect the player's um, mindset uh, in dealing with the staff and in whom you're trying to play for and under does that undermine that relationship um, when you're dealing with those types of situations and you have a coach that you feel kind of betrayed your trust in, in what you guys had decided was going to be uh, the method of going forward dealing with this this specific situation, which was the broken jaw? Well, I'll say this. It's it's not a good look, right? I mean, it's not it, – you'd rather not have um, this, you know, kind of being talk, talked about in a topic today. Um, but I don't I don't know. It's, it's hard unless <laughs> – it's hard to know where the blame should ultimately be drawn because if I'm Scott Frost and, and, and he was he was kind of probably taken aback by the, the questions of a broken jaw for, for, for um, Martinez because it wasn't him that broke the news. It was Gus Johnson – on the Fox broadcast, and that's why the questions were at the Frost. And I don't know mm. what Frost is supposed to do at that point. You know, you can't, you know, you can't, can't deny them. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I mean, um, so you know, he just, you know, I, I think he did it uh, in you know the best way that he could. It, it would have been better maybe had Frost instead of you know he said uh, Husker. Um, you know, somebody that works for the Huskers in the media kind of went approached him and told him right before the podium that that news had been broken and Frost had talked about it. So um, it could have been handled better, certainly. Um, but it's hard to do. I mean, in, in that fast-paced environment, right, the game had just ended. I just don't know. I don't think there's any perfect way after Gus Johnson, who – we love Gus. Everybody loves Gus Johnson, but um, but after but the, but after Gus Johnson said that, I don't know. Um, you know what could have how it could have been handled a whole lot better. I think that that's where you kind of you and you know I don't know whether to blame Gus or to to kind of uh, <laughs> because maybe he didn't know it was supposed to be under wraps. Um, so you kind of wonder just the communication between Nebraska and Fox. Um, as far as, you know, because it had been something that was kind of a question mark around the program, I'll be honest with maybe some of the reporters. I remember, um, uh, you know, because people had seen him taking the, the, the rubber bands out of his mouth before, you know, going up to the press conference. And so it wasn't it wasn't breaking news to me when I heard it. Um, it was more ca- kind of confirming whispers. But um you know, so I, I think maybe that was a, also could have been a part of it. Maybe Gus heard the whispers and thought it was news that had already been known, or or maybe he wanted to break it. You know, you never know with that sort of thing uh, with a Fox National broadcast. But in any case, uh, I think it would have been difficult for Frost really to to um, 
to deny it at that point. I mean, he could have got himself probably into a worse situation than that. And, and so I understand the frustration because they, but it was an effort by everybody for a few weeks to keep it under wraps. Um, so you wonder, I don't know where the, the, the blame goes back. It certainly goes back to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, just if it wasn't just maybe just the communication with Fox to that, that wasn't public information. Yeah. I, 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 I have a little situation kind of similar. And so um, there is, can, and there is and can be a breakdown in the communication lines, right? Um, Somebody maybe in the athletic department, in the training room could have just been having a conversation about how they're handling it. You may have happened to just walk by, catch wind of it. And like you're saying, that's big news to break. Yeah not thinking about the ramifications of sharing that information. Right. Because as, as an opponent, like I, 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 I would say if I knew uh, one of the players I was playing against had a broken hand or had a bad hand, I wouldn't mind getting a foul by swiping at the, right. at the ball. Yeah. You understand? It's a target. Yeah. So it, it's not even like just trying to be crash. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't be trying to undercut somebody or take somebody's knees out there. Our guys that try to do that stuff, right? There yeah. are some guys that, you know, we, we talked about it on the show at one time, you know, Grayson Allen. So that we're not, we're not talking <laughs> about, but there's, there's advantage, disadvantage, right? If you'd watch wrestling, right? When somebody has a, a so-called injury they're coming off of, or they had a collarbone or they had something, you're trying to put that person and slam them on the table on that shoulder, yeah. on that back, on that whatever, because you're trying to create a disadvantage. And knowing that that's the case, you know, you might go in and you might get the penalty sometimes just throwing a little hand to the face or, you know, you might ride them up a little bit after you make the tackle, just something to make it uncomfortable for whatever that injury is, right? You might do a little extra twist on the helmet, just – just something while you're in the pile. And I've had that happen before. I've had people take, you know, when I was playing football, I've had people take certain little, little shots, little elbow in your side or something like that, because that's just part of the game. So for me, I had that situation with regards to a, uh, a, a, a news person. I was playing with the Dallas Mavericks. And this is the scary thing about dealing with news people. We, we, we had kind of went on a little bad streak or something like that. Um, one of the news guys asked me a question about Don Nelson. Um, I answered it in a good manner that spoke well of him. But what he did was he parsed my words. Oh, yeah. So he took a piece of this, a piece of that, a piece of this, and put those all together in an article to which Don Nelson saw it. And it created conflict between me and Don. And so I literally had to go to Don and and it was after a game one time he called me. I mean, he, you know, Don is, he's one of them old school guys. Like, you know, he might fight you. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's one of those old school type type uh, coaches. And, I, and I, I had to look him in his eye and say, Don, I didn't say that. I had to, and he had to see my face and he believed me. And it, and it, it what was created is tension between us as coach and player, he had to look me in my face and regain respect. And, 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 and for me, with regards to that conversation, 
And so then the ire turned to the to the news anchor. I don't think I took an interview from that guy ever again. Oh yeah. I, I was like, no, I can't, I, I can't talk to you. You can talk, you can listen to the group in a discussion, but me one-on-one with you, you would, I can't talk to you ever again. And so it created some tension between him and Don too, because it's like, bro, you know, that's, that's not what I said. Yeah, don't don't try to, to create friction. a story to be able to create some friction within this locker room. It's not good. It's not, it's no bueno. Yeah, well, for what it's worth this time, you know, these are words are coming out of Adrian Martinez's mouth. And you can tell he's frustrated by it because, I, you know, I, I don't think I, you know, I don't listen to the podcast often, so maybe somebody can correct me. But um, he, he went as far as to, as to use a, a curse word. Uh, and I don't think I've ever heard Adrian uh, kind of get that rattled up. So he, he's pretty upset about the situation. You do kind of wonder about the the culture kind of altogether over there in the locker room. You know, how could it be better? Just because, you, you know, the other report out of Manhattan, uh, you know, a week ago, uh, from a reporter from, you know, one of their one of their uh, uh, reporters covering the team was that he's spoken to all three former Huskers that are over there. You know, it includes Cade Warner, Will Honus and Adrian Martinez and say that they had not seen a a locker room culture like they, they they did at Kansas State. Like they've already they hardly having spent any time there. They believe that it's not putting words in their mouth, but uh, that it's that is better than what they've seen at Nebraska. Of course, Wandale leaving hasn't always spoken too kindly of the way that he was used at Nebraska. So um, you do kind of wonder with with all those things if there's um, kind of kind of a, a point of truth there. There probably is a little bit of truth there that uh, things need to be mended and and maybe tightened up a little bit there. But um, you know, hopefully. They're, they're kind of turning the corner. Obviously, with all new coaches comes a bit of a new culture, right? I mean, it, it, the, the head coach is still from the top, but you know, you're 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 losing a few of your captains, right? Uh, especially there in Adrian Martinez, so the the quarterback, whether he's a captain or not, that's a big part uh, of kind of the culture and in the in the, the you know the, the huddles there and, and kind of leading the team. It has to be so you kind of have to have to have a certain personality. Um, to, to play that or at least speak up when when you need to. Like you said, Charlie Ward, maybe maybe an exception. You think of Taylor Martinez was kind of a, an introvert, but, you know, you have to have a, 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 a command of the huddle um, at some point as a quarterback. So uh, it's just kind of interesting to see um, – those things, those things, kind of coming to light, and uh, I, I thought it was funny off the text line. Somebody said, uh, "Who leaked it to Gus? Someone from Nebraska or a sideline reporter?" Well, the sideline reporter would be the all-American girl, Jenny Taft. That's Gus Johnson. That's my Gus Johnson impression. Um, <laughs> and I'd, uh, I, we, 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 it's, I, I would never blame the all-American girl, Jenny Taft. So uh, <laughs> maybe that's just a personal. Uh, I, I like that broadcast booth altogether with Gus and Joel Klatt and, and Jenny Taft. So um, it, it, it's kind of interesting that that's a part of the story too. But it certainly could have been just them. Hey, we got a story to break. Um, you know, and, and when you're national people, you don't really worry about the blowback locally and, and head on to out of town after that. Well, it's the fringes also that that creates part of that unease with that type of information being spewed out. And that unease comes from family, right? So if I have an injury and I have a significant injury and my mom doesn't know about it, she's going to be upset. So to have a grandmother to call you after that, you know, you haven't told them you've now had weeks of a broken jaw. And there's worry, there's concern, there's all that stuff. Then at the point, then you also have to worry about having to feel those calls. Well, why didn't you? How come you didn't tell me? I would have then. And then it creates worry in in that atmosphere also. So, you know, I, I personally think that 
Um, once you leave a, a specific situation, the scariest thing is to have somebody continuously bumping their gums about where you've come because it can create seeds of of doubt and concern and worry for those who are still there at the program when <clears throat> maybe that's not even the case. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's it's you know you got to take it with a grain of salt. You got to you know say hey what 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 else you gonna say? You can speak well, but you know you may have some animosity. You may have not left on good terms, um, and so is that really what it is or is it something more to it? So those are the things that I think about at times too, as I don't necessarily take the full of what somebody's saying. I kind of say there's truth, there's lie, and there's somewhere in the middle. There's, there's where it lies, the information that yeah. we, we need to consider. Yeah. There's certainly two sides to every story. And again, in, in, you know, kind of the, um, just kind of, I mean, that wouldn't really be appropriate for Scott Frost or somebody from the university to kind of speak on this now, and maybe they will feel the question from it eventually and, and we'll get the answer from it. But, um, you know, there, like the, there is always two sides to every story uh, off the talks, uh, off the text line. Uh, someone says Adrian needs to stop talking about culture. Uh, he led the culture that is here. And that, that is kind of what, you know, that that's kind of my kind of feeling about it too, is, is it, it's just kind of strange, especially to hear that quote from the, the Kansas State uh, Wildcat reporter that, you know, they that, that kind of um, dissing on the culture or saying that Kansas State's culture in the locker room is better when the two two of the three players he's talking about were captains at Nebraska. You would think that, you know, those guys kind of led the culture and then would bring whatever part of that is to them to that locker room in Manhattan. So it's kind of strange. I think overall, like you, like you said, um, maybe, maybe someday we'll see, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, you kind of, it's better for these kind of tell all stories, maybe five, 10 years later when there aren't still ramifications on those locker rooms. And, and usually you hear those things and they're amazing. They're fun at those times, but um, you know, obviously with, with guys still talking, I mean, there, there are plenty of his former teammates here, plenty of them that still support him and, and, and will continue to support him, but that, that can also kind of, hurt relationships on the way out the door as well so uh very interesting very interesting topic altogether that kind of got uh uh you know kind of took the 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 eyes i suppose of nebraska football today yeah yeah it, it definitely was and 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 we'd still wish him well we still wish uh adrian to to have some success and do well i know there's a lot of people who are like well we're glad he's gone and there's those that are like man we're gonna miss him he was great for us there's going to be that kind of group. And then there's going to be those that, well, I hope he does well, you know, even though he left and, you know, he's, he stayed his stay good for him. And there's going to be those that I hope he falls in the mud and, <laughs> yeah. and, and gets it all on his face and waddles in it like a pig. You know, there's going to be all those, there's going to be a little bit of both of that going on, but uh, we're definitely going to wish success uh, also for whatever this quarterback battle is going to look like in the spring we're definitely looking forward to that but now we're going to take a break we're going to come back with hitting the hardwood talk a little bit about the celtics did they win that trade battle by the deadline we'll also talk about is josh giddy from australia is he legit we'll find out when we come back after this <laughs> 